Beetle. Sweeping down upon the underworld of Smash Gangland comes the mysterious, all-powerful character who is a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. In reality, Dan Garrett, a rookie patrolman, loved by everyone, but suspected by none of being the Blue Beetle. As the Blue Beetle, he hides behind a strange mask and a suit of impenetrable blue chain armor, flexible as silk, but stronger than steel. Today's episode of the Fox feature, The Blue Beetle, is entitled Finesse in Diamonds. The wealthy and beautiful wife of Benjamin Bannister, the oil magnate, claims to have been robbed of the famous Bannister diamond necklace, along with other jewelry of lesser value. A peculiar fact of the case is that there appears to have been two robberies. The first, as she was leaving the Starlight Club, a famous dance rendezvous, and another at some unknown time. Apprehension of thugs who stripped a diamond necklace from her throat just outside the Starlight Club disclosed the fact that the necklace they stole was a fake. But the real necklace is still missing. As our story opens, patrolman Dan Garrett, who is really the Blue Beetle, is discussing the case with his friend and confidant, Dr. Franz, the chemist. Danny, this Bannister jewel robbery is a very interesting case. Yes, it is, Doc. Well, from what you've read of it in the papers... Do you believe Mrs. Bannister's social secretary is guilty? Well, the evidence so far is rather convincing. Some of the jewelry was found in the girl's room. But couldn't that have been planted there by the crooks? Yeah, that's possible. Mrs. Bannister doesn't directly accuse her social secretary, Lucy Ridgway, according to this newspaper. But the real necklace is still missing. Yes. Mrs. Bannister claims Lucy Ridgway brought the necklace to her from the safe and fastened it about her neck just before she left for the Starlight Club. That must have been the fake necklace. Yes. But that still doesn't prove anything against Lucy Ridgway. According to Mrs. Bannister, she and the Ridgway girl are the only ones who know the combination of the wall safe, except Mr. Bannister, who was out west somewhere on business. The uh, diamond necklace was insured for half a million, wasn't it? Yes. Are you, uh, are you going to work on this case, Danny? Oh, I don't think so, Doc. The Acme Insurance Company has its own investigators, the best in the country. And besides, it's out of the Blue Beetle's line. No unfortunate individuals are involved. Uh, there's the phone. Uh, excuse me, Danny. Hello? Oh, hello, Charlie. Uh, yes, yes, he's here. Uh, just a moment. Uh, it's for you, Danny. Uh, Charlie Storm of the Sun. Thanks, Doc. Hello, Charlie. Now, what's on your mind? What? Really? Your girl's sister? Oh, I didn't know that. What? Yes, sure. Sure, you bet I will, Charlie. Sure, goodbye. Sounds like the Blue Beetle will be sharpening his nippers soon. Yes, Charlie Storm just told me Lucy Ridgway is his girl's sister. And he wants me to see what I can do to help her out of this jam. Well, what are you going to do? Have a talk with the Ridgway girl. Then get Manigan and drive down to the Bannister place and interview Mrs. Bannister. <laughs> the commissioner will assign me to the case. I think he'll do that all right. If he doesn't, I'll have to operate entirely as the Blue Beetle. I'm not ready to do that until I can get certain information. Well, good luck to you, Danny. Thanks, Doc. I'll be back later. I'll have your Blue Beetle chain armor and mask and equipment ready when you need them. That's fine. Well, so long. It looks as if I was going to be up to my neck in diamonds 
but they won't be around my neck. Here's a Ridgeway girl, Dan. Nice. I'm uh, Dan Garrett, Miss Ridgeway, a friend of Charlie Storm. Oh, yes? Charlie asked me to do what I can to help you in this unfortunate case. Now, suppose you tell me what you know about this jewel robbery. Well, all I know is that the night Mrs. Bannister was held up and robbed of what proved to be a joke diamond necklace, I was awakened by Mrs. Bannister and some police officers and questioned about the disappearance of a diamond necklace. Were you aware of the fact that there were two almost identical necklaces? Yes. Mrs. Bannister told me some time ago her husband had urged her to have a duplicate necklace made of imitation diamonds to wear when she went out in public. She had such a necklace made, and when the necklaces were delivered by the jeweler, I put both boxes in the safe. You and Mrs. Bannister were the only ones who knew the combination of that safe. Mr. Bannister also knew it. Ah. He's away, I believe. That's right. Well, now, what can you tell me about Mrs. Bannister's private life that might be helpful in solving this mystery? What has she done recently, and, and with whom has she been associated? Oh, I, I'm afraid I couldn't divulge things like that. Now, I assure you, Miss Ridgway, the information will only be used to right any wrong that has been done. Well, Mrs. Bannister has been losing heavily at bridge recently. She, she's been rather more than attentive to Don Ricardo, the orchestra leader at the Starlight Club, since Mr. Bannister has been away, and... And last week, she had a long interview with Mr. McCaffrey, a private detective from the Acme Insurance Company. Before the robbery? Yes. Have you any idea what the interview was about? No, but but I noticed she seemed quite thoughtful after he left and a bit more cheerful, as if something had relieved her mind. Hmm, that's very interesting. Oh, please, when can I get out of this horrible place? The disgrace of it, being put into jail like a common thief. Now, 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 don't worry, Miss Ridgway. I'm on your side, and I'll do what I can for you. But I think that for the present, you're safer in than out of jail. Well, Annie, I got the commissioner to assign us to this banister case like you asked me to. Now, where do we go from here? We separate at the next corner. Watch that. Say, what sort of a game is this? Sorry, Mike, but we've got to work fast in this case. And we can get results quicker if we each work on separate leads. That way, we'll still be solving the case together. Okay. Well, what do we do? Well, you run over to the Bannister's townhouse and interview Mrs. Bannister. Well, what do I ask her? Ask her what her interview with McCaffrey of the Acme Insurance Company was about. And also ask her if it's true that she's lost heavily at bridge recently. Well, maybe she'll refuse to answer the questions. That doesn't matter. The important thing is to study her reaction to the questions. Okay. Well, uh, what are you going to do? I'm going to make some important phone calls. I'll see you later at headquarters. Okay, but uh, if Mrs. Bannister throws me out of my ear, I'll take you across me knee and paddle your pants. <laughs> if you can be thrown out of your on your ear by a woman, you're too weak to paddle my pants. <laughs> Everything's ready for you, Danny. Oh, thanks, Doc. I'll only take the magic ray and the blue beetle flashlight with me tonight. I've got a lot of ground to cover, and I want to travel light. Uh, where's the blue beetle heading for tonight? The Strathaven Arms Apartments. Uh, who's your host? Don Ricardo, the orchestra leader. 
according to the information I got over the phone from Charlie Storm. Is Ricardo in on this uh, robbery? I don't know, but I'm going to find out. Uh, what about this McCaffrey, the insurance company's investigator? Well, there's something fishy about him. I called the office today, but he wasn't in. Did Mannigan get any valuable information out of Mrs. Bannister? Just a Park Avenue manor and a threat of legal action against the city if they sent any more policemen to ask impudent questions. Oh, poor Mannigan. I bet his face was red. <laughs> yes. Well, I've got to be going, Doc. Ricardo was just about playing his closing number at the Starlight Club. So long, Doc. Diamonds are trumps, and the Blue Beetle is playing to win. <laughs> Let's quit playing cards and have another look at the necklace. Well, there it is. Oh, boy, they sure are pretty messy sparklers. Yes, we should realize quite a sum of money on them. Is it not so, Mac? About a hundred grand. Huh? Is that all? Sure. The necklace has to be broken up. The diamonds sold separately. Oh, I see. Well, then there's a part of the insurance your company pays over to the banister dame, hey, Mac? That's right. We'll get 20% of that. Well, that's another 100 grand. With my share, I can go home to South America and marry my sweet senorita. Say, where's the fence? You said he was coming over tonight and make us a bid on these sparklers. Uh, he'll be here in a minute. That's probably him now. Open the door, Ricardo. All right. The Blue Beetle! Who is he, Mrs. Blue Beetle? I, I do not know him. Oh, he's a masquerade. He runs down criminals. I'm afraid you're on the wrong track, Blue Beetle. There are no criminals here. Well, what is it you want? I'd like to talk with you alone, Ricardo. Oh, but what about? As you see, we are playing cards. Hmm. Well, why not deal me in? I'll make the fourth at bridge. Uh, we're expecting the other player any minute. And are these the stakes here, this string of glass beads? Mac, he calls them... Die trigger. Your friend seems to resent my calling these things beads. What, drop that necklace, Bluefield, or I... Die trigger, I said... Uh, you must pardon my friend, Blue Beetle. He's laboring under the impression that those glass beads in that necklace are real diamonds. So I gathered. I must say this necklace is a very good imitation of the famous banister necklace. Ah, that must be your fourth at bridge, so I'll be going. I'll talk with you some other time, Ricardo. By the way, gentlemen, if your visitor is by any chance a fence to whom you hope to sell the necklace... I'm sure he'll verify the word of the Blue Beetle. Those diamonds are fakes. Were the diamonds in the possession of Ricardo, Mac, and Trigger fakes? And if they were fakes, who has the real diamond necklace? Can the Blue Beetle pick up another clue and locate the missing gems? Or is Lucy Ridgeway an accessory to the real thief? These questions will be answered in the next episode of The Blue Beetle. Fox feature, appearing in Mystery Men Comics Magazine and the Blue Beetle Magazine. The Blue Beetle is on the air twice a week on this same station. Consult the broadcast schedule in your local newspaper. And don't forget to listen in to...
raining down upon the underworld to smash gangland, comes the mysterious, all-powerful character who is a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. He has a strange mask and a suit of impenetrable blue chain armor, flexible as silk, but stronger than steel. episode of the Fox feature, The Blue Beetle, is part two of the story entitled, The Nest in Diamonds. The famous Bannister diamond necklace, valued at $500,000, is missing. Lucy Ridgway, Mrs. Bannister's social secretary, is in jail, accused of being implicated in the theft. So far, two necklaces, both fake, but resembling the real necklace, have been discovered. One which was stripped from Mrs. Bannister's neck by thugs as she was leaving the Starlight Club, and another by the Blue Beetle, which he found in the possession of Don Ricardo, leader of the Starlight Orchestra, and a man called Max, whom the Blue Beetle suspects of being McCaffrey, an investigator for the Acme Insurance Company. As our story opens, Patrolman Dan Garrett, who is secretly the Blue Beetle, is discussing the case with his friend and confidant, Dr. Franz the Chemist. You could have knocked me over with a feather when I picked up that necklace at Ricardo's apartment and discovered it was a fake. <laughs> I can well imagine... That makes two fakes. Yes. Uh, what about McCaffrey, Don Ricardo, and Trigger, as you say he was called? I imagine I'll run into them again shortly. Couldn't you arrest them? Only on suspicion. Remember, I caught them with a fake necklace as the Blue Beetle. The Blue Beetle can't testify in court. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it seems a shame. According to this morning's paper, Ricardo was sailing for South America tonight. What? Are you sure? Well, as I remember, it said Don Ricardo, popular Starlight Club officer leader, is sailing tonight on the Cristobal for South America. Well, I've got to stop him somehow. Yeah, but how? The ship sails at midnight, doesn't it? I believe so. I've got it. We'll pick him up just as he's sailing and hold him as a material witness in this case. At least it'll give us a little more time to run down the real thief. Well, won't Ricardo's arrest scare off the others? I'll wait until the last moment before sailing. In the meantime, I've got a busy time ahead of me. Can I help you, Danny? Uh, yes, Doc. You might have your recording equipment hooked up to your telephone. Because if I should call you at any time on my portable wireless telephone, you could record anything I pick up. All right, Danny. Uh, where are you going now? To get the combination of a banister safe from Lucy Ridgway. I'll be back shortly and pick up the camera and photoelectric equipment. I may catch a thief with a camera. <laughs> Cross me, Mrs. Bannister, and get away with it, you're mistaken. But you yourself suggested the plan for hiding the necklace so I could collect insurance and pay off my gambling debt. Yes, but the necklace you left in the safe was a fake. A fake? Well, what do you mean? Just that. I took that necklace from the safe myself. The fence examined the necklace and declared it a fake. What's a fake? A man who disposes of stolen goods. But you said nothing about disposing of the jewels. You said they were to be hidden for a while until I could raise the money to refund the burglary insurance payments later when the jewels were found. Don't be a fool, Mrs. Bannister. Where could you ever hope to raise money to pay back the insurance? My husband, he would... He would divorce you if he knew the facts in the case. I beg pardon, madam, but there's a police officer outside, a patrolman Garrett, who wishes to speak to you. Wishes to speak to me? What? 
Well, what shall I do? You must have been waiting some time, madam. I didn't see him come in. Uh, what do you think, Mr. McCaffrey? Oh, see him. It won't do any harm. Oh, very well. Uh, you may show him in, William. Very good, madam. You don't think he overheard anything, do you? No, he's only a cop. Patrolman Dan Garrett. Good evening, Mrs. Bannister. Oh, I... I see you're not alone. Uh, this is Mr. McCaffrey of the Acme Insurance Company. Oh, yeah. He's as much interested in my missing necklace as I am. I can well imagine. I uh, just wanted to ask you to identify this photograph I have here. Well, that's my husband. And he's standing in front of our wall safe. Uh, what's that he has in his hand? It's my necklace. When was this photograph taken off, sir? Late this afternoon by a secret device at your country estate. Then he had the real necklace all the time and is just putting it back in the safe. Perhaps. Well, Mr. McCaffrey, I suppose this will clear up your part in this case. A law will interview Mr. Bannister later. Yeah. Yes, of course. Well, I'd better be going. I have a lot of details to attend to. Uh, goodbye, Mrs. Bannister. Goodbye, Officer uh, uh, Garrett. I'll be seeing you. Yes, I'm sure of it, Mr. McCaffrey. McCaffrey conversation early this evening, Doc? Yes, Danny. It wasn't very loud, but it's intelligible. Good. I had the mouthpiece of the portable wireless phone against the wall while they were talking in the next room. The butler almost caught me. Well, you got enough to make it hot for McCaffrey. Yes, and I'm going to make it hotter yet for him if my hunch is right. Well, what are you going to do? Well, as they say in Bridge, the Blue Beetle is going to finesse in diamonds. Trigger, you keep watch outside while I go in and rifle the safe. I've still got the combination Mrs. Bannister gave me. Okay, Meg. If you hear anybody coming, give me the hoot owl call. Sure, Mac, I got you. I'll pick up the real necklace this time, and we'll join Ricardo and beat it for real on the Cristobal tonight. I've always wanted to go to South America. Well, you're practically on your way. Now keep your eyes and your ears open. This is the library. There's the wall safe. Ah, this is going to be easy. What's that? Yeah, these old houses are certainly spooky. Well, now for the safe. Right to 12. Left twice to 6. Then right to 10. Yeah, that's got it. Somebody coming. That's Trigger's call. Well, here's the real necklace, and now to make our getaway. The Blue Beetle. Yes, the Blue Beetle. Your game is up, McCaffrey. You double-crossing insurance investigator. Uh, so you know. Yeah, the Blue Beetle knows everything. Hand over that necklace. Try and get it. That's just what I intend to do. Trigger! Call your gunman. I'll take him on, too. That's for justice. And that's for Lucy Ridgeway. And that's for law and order. That's for the Blue Beetle. Uh, he's out cold. Hey, Mac, come on, let's cram. Hey, come on, get up. The cops will be here any minute. Uh, help me up, Doc. Okay. You got the necklace? Yeah. It's on the floor. Where's the blue beetle? Over there on the floor. I can't come. Yeah, good work. Give me the necklace and let's go. We've just got time enough to make the boat. So long, blue beetle. I'll tell Ricardo you couldn't join us for a hand of bridge. Uh -huh. 
speaking. Who? The Blue Beetle. What? The Capri has the real necklace. Where? The steamship Cristobal, Pier 46. Well, I'll be right down. What? Well, all right, I won't call the police. I'll come alone. Goodbye.